Is FedEx spying on gun shipments, the Chinese lockdowns, and our good friend Dan Roberts to talk to us about mental illness and mass killings? This is The Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. In what appears to be an attempt at tracking private gun purchases, a group of anti-gun Democrats in the Senate wrote a letter to several shipping companies like UPS and FedEx questioning the way guns are shipped in America. The senators involved include Edward Markey, Dick Blumenthal, Cory Booker, Dianne Feinstein, and Chris Murphy. Now, the intimidating letter claimed these Democrats were concerned about lax shipping measures and implied that the shipping measures were causing a so-called epidemic of gun violence. UPS has since adopted new regulations that require gun companies to turn over customer data and allow UPS access to review and examine the shipper's books and records and provide UPS with invoices for any firearms-related products. All coincidental, of course. Now, this new policy gives UPS the unlimited power and discretion to examine and review any customer documents related to firearm sales. FedEx now apparently demands that gun store owners retain documents about what specific items those shipments contain and make that information available to FedEx upon request. This would allow these companies to create a database of American gun purchasers and determine exactly what items they purchased. Recently, reported by Amoland News, UPS changed its policy surrounding unfinished frames and receivers and even told customers that if they found any packages containing the targeted items or what the Biden administration calls ghost guns, their accounts would be canceled and the items would be destroyed. Now, the Giffords Law Center may appear to be a major culprit in this attack on privacy due to a letter that they sent to FedEx and UPS asking the companies to adopt a, quote, policy of refusing to ship firearms products, end quote. Now, in what appears to be an attempt to protect the privacy of American citizens, Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen and state attorneys generals from several other states sent a letter to the president and CEO of FedEx and UPS questioning the new policies, allegedly allowing FedEx to comply with requests from law enforcement or other government authorities and give up customer information and products shipped. So according to the letter, the AGs pointed out that under the new policies, FedEx could provide information to federal agencies detailing which Americans are buying what guns without a proper search warrant or due process. Among other questions, the group of AGs want to know if FedEx enacted these policies with the goal of sharing information with the ATF or any other federal agencies, and if FedEx implemented these policies at the request of a federal agency. So, Here on the show today, I want to talk with Anthony Deso. And no John today. He's on assignment. He's on assignment. That's right. We got John on assignment doing what? I don't really know what he's (laughs) doing. (laughs) 
but right. he's on assignment for something. Yep, that's it. All right, so so Anthony, I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, um, and then today is going to be a gun day because we got Dan Roberts coming later, and we're going to talk about some some pretty interesting stuff. Um, but so here so here you have Democrats putting a letter out to FedEx and UPS saying we don't like the way you're shipping guns. We want more regulations. So all of a sudden, FedEx and UPS simultaneously changed their policies to start regulating and wanting to know what's in the packages, where they're going, who they're addressed to, and what gun parts or guns are in the pack. Well, that's an invasion of privacy. It's like, it's like when you send packages anywhere, I mean, what if we're sending a packages of sex toys? I need to tell you that there's a giant norm. Well, I, I mean, but they want to know everything now. They want to know everything. So now they're going to want to know everything. Yeah. So now if, if, if I buy a gun out of state and it comes through here and the, FedEx grabs it. Well, the dealer is supposed to now be be giving all my info. All your information to, to FedEx. FedEx. So now they know where the gun's going. They know who's Buying Who's it. buying it and yeah. what I'm buying? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm not. In, I'm not into that. it either. No, so you can't be doing that. so these uh, attorney generals uh, from a bunch of different states, uh, headed up by Montana, uh, are right now in the process of getting more information from FedEx. They want to know. They want to know wh- whose idea was this? Was this the Biden administration's idea? Was this the ATF? Did did was it did it come from the ATF that came down from Biden? Because you know, of course, they 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 use that ghost gun kind of nonsense as justification. Just here in New York, um, I just heard uh, something about some guys were arrested for ghost guns. This ghost gun thing is getting out of control. Not not the not the guns themselves, but the narrative from the left. They're I just stolen guns, right? And not only but now that, we got to give them a narrative, right? Exactly. <laughs> The gun was stolen from someone's house on a home invasion problem. Right. It's so not now, a ghost so now, gun. So now because it's a, a stolen, ghost gun. Right. Well, it was John Smith's gun before it was stolen. Right. But the ghost gun thing, they're trying to make it look like all guns should have a serial number and be registered with the government. Otherwise, they're a ghost gun. No. And this is just the ghost gun thing. Term and I've, I've been telling people this. Same it, with assault rifle. Right. It's just to scare people. <laughs> That's all it is. And. You know, first of all, it's no, it's none of the government's damn business what guns I have. If I want to make guns in my basement, you know, that's nobody's business but mine. But now the government, the the Democrats primarily, are trying so desperately to know where every gun is, who's got them, and if you don't have a serial number registered with some federal agency, then it's a ghost gun. That's a ghost gun, and you're committing a crime. Oh, so now if my Sidearms not registered with the government, and I get pulled over, and they check it. Oh, that's a ghost gun. I'm going to take you in. Yeah. Oh, that's where we're going now. Okay. Boy, this is looking like communist uh, country here. Yeah. That's. <laughs> no, I know, and that's what that's what's really scary about the whole thing, and you know, just the i well, just the idea that FedEx, these private companies, would get involved and spy on their customers. A private company that's not yeah. run by the government at all or funded by the government. Yeah, right. Spy on their own customers who are paying their paychecks, and they're spying on them and giving them giving their information to the stupid Biden administration. Well, you know what they're through the ATF, and you know what their attitude is. They need us. There's something they can do. Oh, for shipping. Right. Yeah, 
that, that that's yeah. that's the attitude of some company probably. Oh well, what are they going to do? They're going to not hire us. Well, how's their package going to get all the way to California? Yeah, it's it's a it's a control thing. It's control. Well, and I so I sure hope that you know these um, these AGs can do something uh, about this because right now they're requesting information. <laughs> And um, I don't know if they're at the point of any kind of litigation yet, but they're they're requesting now. They want to know. They want to see documents. They want to see emails. They want to see stuff uh, that that's indicating who who's in charge of this. Who's who's starting this? All this stuff. We know who it is. Oh yeah, it definitely it fizzles back to old Sleepy Joe. It has to. Yeah. No one else would do that. And it's always blue states. That are causing all the problems. Yeah. The, the red states are just, they're living life. Yeah. it's Control is in the blue state. Control, control, control. Yeah. I know. Go to Florida. They're not doing that down there. But the thing is, the people, the the some people like that sort of thing. No. They want to be told what to do. They shouldn't. They want to they wanna live under this rule of tyranny. I'm convinced that there's some people in this country who who don't want to make their own choices, don't want to go out there and do their own thing, and don't want to be responsible for their own lives. So they they like the idea of government telling them what to do. Okay, so this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. This is the car you're going to drive. This is where you're going to work. This is how much you're going to get paid. This is how many miles you can travel in your car. You know, you can only go out during these certain hours. It's just like, it's yeah, going to be every like socialism. It's going to be, you know, if we continue to allow these nut jobs to do this stuff, that's what it's going to be like. But the thing is, it's going to happen gradually, and generations won't even recognize it. Nope. They won't remember the freedom that we have now. And frankly, we don't know the freedom that our founders had. After the Revolutionary War, there was a, a, a certain certain uh, type of freedom in the country that we don't have anymore. No. But it happens gradually through generations where it deteriorates. And, and, and this generation is weak. Oh, is the generation, the generation coming up now, is weak. The 20-somethings yep. are weak. Yep. yep. Very easily brainwashed. Yep. Not only brainwashed, they're physically weak. That's why you're seeing a lot of gender issues you're seeing a lot of uh, feminine men. I, I, I just think there's not enough testosterone going going around anymore. I don't know what exactly what it is, but and I, and I think a lot of it is is a fad. I think it's people yeah. just falling into a a fad. It's just like being a tomboy back in the day when a girl was a tomboy, like yeah. she wanted to run with the boys and hang out and chill. But yeah. when she became an adult, she grew out of it, and you know she might have had a little bit of tomboy left, but she's yeah. still. Went on her way and got her life in order. But today, it seems like these kids in school, all they want to complain about is, oh, they're bullying me because I'm this. Making me feel, making you know, me feel, making but, feel bad and hurt my feelings. Are you doing it because that's how you feel, or are you doing it to run with a crowd? That's what you got to think about. Yeah. I mean, and I go, and I, and I do look at, like, what's, what's – I agree with that. But I also am very concerned with uh, – you know, boys growing up to be strong men. I mean, the, the the world needs men. Women need men, real men, not these freaking skinny jean latte man bun guys. I, I, I just, I don't know. What, well, 
if you want to, you can't do certain things if you're like that. I, I mean, you, you can't. I mean, you can't really. I mean, how are you gonna? Do, do women really? Liberal women really like that? I mean, don't they want somebody who yeah, can they protect like the man them? Man bun type. Yeah, they do like the man. Yeah, buns. they do. And it's confusing to me. I I don't know. Like I said, that's their that's their prerogative. But as we get further into our generation, what about fighting wars? Well, well, How are these skinny jean guys going to fight wars and stuff? We're going to throw hair nets and toys. Hit them with their purse. Yeah, we're going to we're going to do these. <laughs> we've got our little uh, we've got our little cap guns yeah. on uh, on set. You guys stop your. You know, I hope YouTube doesn't uh, ban us for these because uh, uh, well, we're I, done now. It's smoking. I don't know if you can see the smoke. Oh yeah, it's smoking. See the smoke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's the cap? If you uh, if we hold a real gun in our hand, we'll get demonetized and and shut down. But so YouTube, this isn't real. Okay, just so you know, this is fake. This is a little toy. See the orange tip. It that makes it's fake. <laughs> It makes a little noise. We don't want you YouTube uh, liberals uh, in the in the control room to be scared. All it is is a little toy. Don't worry about it. We're okay. Don't you dare put that to your head because then we'll really be in trouble. We'll have to get you uh, right. counseling, <laughs> YouTube counseling. They'll send you a video. Yeah, well, we're not big fans of YouTube anymore. Um, we're... Uh, Using Rumble a lot more. Yeah, now, they're so. more of a. They're, they're they're they were they're the old Twitter now. They're just you know yeah. they're silencing people for yeah their yeah. And if they're gonna silence, there's nothing we can do about it. So screw them. And just we've got to move on. But I'm not away. gonna. The last thing that I want to do with this show or with anything that I do is is kiss the ass of YouTube. You know, it's not gonna happen. So, uh, or any of any of the social medias. And, and you know, and it sucks that people can't see our point of view like like the way we talk you know like i said i have nothing against anybody and just this is my view respect my view of how i feel about things yeah but somehow some liberals just can't they get really offensive and they start screaming at you yeah like, what are you screaming for just say hey it's your prerogative walk away yeah. i wish it was like that it's not though i know and i don't i don't care what you what people do with their life either even if they even if i don't agree with them politically or or religiously or whatever it is. I don't care. Just don't let it affect my life. You right. know, that's all I that's it. That's how America should be, but it's not. And I think what's happened, we talk about past generations having more freedom than we do, and future generations will have less if we continue down this path. Now, if we turn things around and we put the the progressive communists in their place like we should in, in this country— um, if we turn things around now, we can get back to a traditional. I believe we can get back to a traditional American value. It, I, it's going to be a, a long road and probably very difficult, but because yeah. lots of laws in place that need to be unwound. Yeah, quite a bit. But speaking of that, and I don't know if Danny Wass Jr. has that clip available. All right, so yeah, um, yeah. So we got this clip that I wanted to talk about. Speaking about generational you know deterioration and i gotta tell you man i've been really concerned with the chinese lockdowns and these quarantines and it's you know on one hand you look at these chinese people and you go what the hell's wrong with you people you know do something about this it's it's hard for them it's generational communism control yeah and 
so then on the other hand, you start to really have a, a compassion for these people. They don't want to live like that. They want their own freedom. This Chinese government, I, I can't believe the stuff that they're doing. But you know what the scary thing is? Our Democrats would, would do it if they could. Oh, they yeah. would do the same Absolutely. communistic uh, things if, if we gave them the, uh, the ability to do that. Now, <clears throat> the reason, and I'm going to show you, we're going to show you a clip of somebody getting literally dragged out of their house uh, because of stupid COVID, you know, blown up, you know, illogical, you know. Is it even rampant? In I don't even know. I don't even know. But it's it's out of control with the, the narrative and the way they're treating it. Um, but they can do this stuff. They, they can rip people out of their homes, lock them up. I saw, I saw a photo of people lined up waiting to go into these internment camps. And um, the thing, the difference between China and America is that our progressive communists living among us know that if they came to your front door or my front door or any, most Americans' front door and tried any nonsense like you're about to see, they'd, they'd get a barrel of a gun up their nose. It, would no, it wouldn't end well for them. It wouldn't end well. So knowing that, we have to be thankful that we have the, the, the government, that the, the, at least the founding documents that we put in place, our founding fathers put in place, so, that, so we at least have something stable that we can refer to and we can support and defend. It's just amazing that, that our political left wants to destroy it. And Biden has said that our Bill of Rights is not, is not set in stone. To him, he says he can do whatever he wants. Basically, they want it to be fluid so they can change it yeah, as they that's want. That's not how it works. And the other thing, uh, stupid Joe said was, they uh, no one. Sh- I, he said, I can't believe we still allow people to have these so-called assault weapons. I can't believe we allow it. And I'm thinking to myself, you're using the word allow. The the bigger problem here is that you think that you can allow or disallow anything. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. All shall not be infringed. But they forget that they they don't control people. They want so badly to be able to control people. And um, I think they forget that they, they don't actually control people. We're in charge of ourselves in our own lives. Mm-hmm. So with that said, let me show you this video. What you're going to see here is... Uh, Someone in China getting literally getting ripped off their own his own couch and dragged away by COVID police. Check this out. So that's all for their for their for their good, for their own good. Oh. Ripping them out of their houses, their health officials, putting them in camps. Doesn't Hoka want to do that? I, I bet she would if she could. I thought she was trying to set up some kind of a camp. I think I may have heard something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think she's trying to put something in place to where she can take you and put you in confinement. The, 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 the great thing about... Good luck with that. The great thing about America is that, you know, we, not only do we have toy guns, 
<laughs> we have the real ones. Yeah. And that's why they hate the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Because, because you can protect yourself you from pr- tyranny. Exactly. These They don't like that. It's like it's like the leftists want Nazi Germany all over again, but in the twenties, you know, in this century, it's like, are you kidding? Yeah. Just go back and see what the Germans did to the Jewish people. And then is that what you want? You want the government controlling you? Because it's not going to work out. They're going to tell you when you can go to uh, the hospital. They can tell you when you can go to work. It's it's not going to work in this country. That's what I mean. Those people in China, and you were talking earlier before we got before we started rolling cameras here. You were talking about the different co- color codes that they have in China. Oh yeah, if your phone rings red or yellow, you're gone. Come right and get you. They're living in the streets. They have. Like ginormous tent cities in China right now where they're locked out of their homes because they're that yellow or red code on their phone. Their phones are controlled by the government. So if your phone is red, boom, if you, you can pull it up and look at the tent cities that they have. It's, yeah. it's awful. These people are literally with children living on the street because they're not allowed in their controlled home. And there was the one apartment house that... They were locked in. And it burned down. And it burned down, and 10 people died. Yeah. Well, but they don't care. The they government, don't care. Their government they doesn't don't care. care. They just take your body, throw you away. Their government doesn't care. Good enough. Um, I think I think Danny's... No, no, he's not wrapping us up. I thought he he's was... He's just wrapping. yawning. He's tired of this. <laughs> we've been yawning. The studio's been very busy today. We've been we've been shooting all sorts of stuff and um, seen well, it before we shot. Not shooting. Not like that. No, shooting video. Not shooting. Just... No. I like these things. Yeah. But I saw these. You know, it's good. I used to like that smell as a kid. You take them out, sniff them. (laughs) I know. I like them. (laughs) But when when I was a kid, we had these little cap guns that had um, the the red coil caps. Oh, yeah. The little stupid things that didn't go off with the metal puncher. You used to sit there with a rock and hit them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They don't work on a gun. I'll just do this. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't understand progressive right craziness so they think the government's going to do everything for them well and they should be very aware and fearful that if uh let's say a conservative uh uh, came into office and wanted that type of you know uh control and oh they'd be uh, outraged yeah and but (laughs) but it doesn't make sense (sighs) oh my god it's a mental illness man it really is a conservative dictator. But he would never do it. Well, that probably wouldn't happen, right? You don't know, but maybe. Uh, but it probably wouldn't happen. But they'd be singing a completely different tune. Oh, yeah. They, was... they, they would be so against that it, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, huh. Maybe that's what needs to happen to turn them around a little bit. I don't know if you can turn them around, though, man. They're, they're, they're way out there. Maybe they need a taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Like, like you see some people on the streets talking about interviews, like they're interviewing people. It's amazing how stupid people are. Like schooling has gone way downhill. Oh, God. I know. We're too busy teaching gender, race, and CRT to teach people geography yeah. or history. Math. Like people don't Science. even know how many stars are on the American flag. They don't know how many states we have. It's like one guy's like 54. I'm like. So, so when do we gain those other states, and where are they? <laughs> yeah, where are... Thirteen stars on the. Yeah. Thirteen stars. What? What? Do you, what flag are you looking at? Yeah. Are you looking at the thirteen colony flag? Right. Exactly. I mean, it, dude, it's amazing how stupid people really are. I know. 
I know. And I, we're not even trying to fix it. I don't think uh, the, the school system wants to fix it. Because the more children are educated about our history and know more about uh, about communism and about all the stuff um, and about freedom and about how we got our freedom. They don't know all that, though. No, I know. But, but how do you go on in <clears throat> life? Again? How do you go to college and not know Because college is... And, and get a degree. How are you <clears throat> getting a degree in something like doctor? When they're teaching you critical race theory and, and all this other garbage in college. Like, how are you going to Harvard Law and coming out of there uh, a, a good student and a, and a, <laughs> and a scholar yeah. and going to go out into the world and, and become a lawyer and defend somebody? And you, and you, and you don't know what the Revolutionary War was. <laughs> you <laughs> don't you know, know how many stars. But you know because you're white that you're, you're a lower pond scum. Yeah. Because you're white. You're, you're not worthy. It's like really, you can get a doctorate, but you but you don't know uh, you know how many how many stars are on the flag. Yeah, fifty four. There's fifty four. <laughs> fifty four. <laughs> believe it. What are the new four states? I, I'd love I don't to know. know. I, was, I was gonna. I was hoping he was gonna ask him, but he didn't really say. <laughs> and it took him forever to answer. He's like fifty four. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, no, I know that. it's scary. It, it's scary, but that is what the school system wants. They don't want kids to be educated on their on, on our on our founding, our history, this country in America in about twenty years, and our and our laws, our rights, the Bill of Rights. I mean, I bet you a lot of these kids in college have never actually read the Bill of Rights. No. If so, you ask them what one of them are, yeah, fourteenth, they wouldn't know. Yeah, what's the second? And, and they wouldn't even know the second. They wouldn't even know the first, probably, because we're, we're suppressing that so badly. Yep. Huh? What's that? I don't know what that is. I have rights. Are you kidding me? I have right. right. I, thought, I have, I have, I thought I have government, freedom of speech rights. I thought government told oh, me. Oh, I to thought do. Twitter was shutting that down. I didn't know. Or I thought Facebook but was But that's the problem. That. They, they are okay with it because they don't know any better. I'm not okay with it. Well, I know. Us older gen- the older generation is not okay with it because we understand. And I'll bet you our parents and our grandparents' generation would not be happy with us for putting up with some of the stuff we put up with. I don't know. Seatbelts, for instance. Who who the hell are you to tell me I need to wear a seatbelt? <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't want to wear one, that's <laughs> up to If you. I don't want to wear one, I yeah. shouldn't have to. Yeah. But the the point is... It's control. The point is, we are, we're, we're, we're fine with well, it. Well, look at... What are we controlled by? Red lights. Red lights and stuff, yeah. Every sign on the highway, don't drink and drive <clears throat> is against the law. I know, stupid. I... <laughs> And, and I don't I, need a, a giant LED sign to tell me <laughs> that you shouldn't drink and drive. It's against the law. Buckle up in the back seat. It's against the law. Yes, we know that, stupid. I know. But it, it's like it's like that movie They Live. It's like we're being, like when you put the sunglasses, yeah, yeah. you put the glasses on and everybody's like alienish <clears throat> and all the signs read something stupid. That's how I feel when I'm driving around. I know. <laughs> I, don't I, you do I mean, that. I'll, 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 give it to, I'll give it to traffic. Stop traffic lights and things like that. Traffic lights, stop signs. It's a good way of organizing. Yeah, traffic, but it's still a control. It's still a, it's still a, a, a rule bound kind of thing. Right. But I got you this know, light telling me, "Yo, man, stop." <laughs> I always thought seatbelts were were something that we have adopted. Our generation well, has adopted. Back in the day, when we were kids, we were thrown in the back seat and yeah. didn't. But matter. if I don't want to wear a seatbelt, I shouldn't have to wear a seatbelt. No, it's not. To, I mean, hey, it's up to you. If you want to go out the windshield, I'm used to it you. now. It's oh, com- so, it's coming. Yeah, you I get mean, in, you put the seatbelt. Never not wear a seatbelt, but right. And, and same with uh, motorcycle helmets. 
you well, know, I don't understand that at all. I mean, geez, you fall off a motorcycle, well, your melons, and that's up to you. If you I, want to I crack agree, your melon. but for government to say I have to is a different. Now you're crossing a line. If I want to smash my melon, yeah, well, yeah. wide open, I should have yeah, just shovel you up and put you in the car. <laughs> on on that note, right, smashing our go. melons open. Uh, over here he's he's winding us up here. So, oh, after the break, though, coming back with Dan Roberts, and we're going to talk about mental health and how it actually relates to violence. Big problem in America. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, right back after this, discover Simul TV, a new streaming platform with over 100 channels of live stream content and video on demand movies. Family-friendly shows to classic and blockbuster movies. Subscribe today and get so much for so little. Stream in harmony on Simultv.com. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical. Because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. And like, uh, like we promised, we have uh, our very special guest and friend of the show, Dan Roberts, uh, National Second Amendment advocate, um, and as he says, uh, pain in the ass to anti-gunners all over the world. <laughs> but uh, so, so uh, Dan, Dan Roberts, welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, great to be back again. Always have a great time with you guys. So we wanted to... Um, talk today and, and because you know obviously the the, the anti-gun crowd is always about the gun take away the guns oh it's the gun's fault people are doing bad things because of guns and you know guns make people do bad things and and i don't know if you, if you can see on the show but we've been playing with these little cap guns today um i hope youtube doesn't uh doesn't ban us we got our little cap guns today because we can't show you real guns on on youtube uh but anyway um they're always talking about banning the guns, and they never want to look at the human violence element. I always say there's no such thing as gun violence. What we're talking about is human violence. And if we were to focus on human violence, we would get down to the cause of human violence. Now, you have a special focus on 
mental health, which I, I think we, is where we exactly where we should be looking at. And you, but you also have a, a special focus that most people don't on SSRI drugs. So give us the brief, and, and I'm going to let you run with it. Just let's, let's go. Go ahead. So, so immediately after Sandy Hook happened, I started getting curious uh, because it, it, something just wasn't it, it was kind of like that line in the Matrix when Neo talks about a splinter in your mind that just won't go away. It, it was just something was bugging me. And I started digging into it and I discovered that something like 28 of the last 36 mass shooters had been actively taking or had recently stopped taking what are called SSRI drugs or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Mm -hmm. And these are very, very powerful psychotropic drugs. And my research led me to a, a, a website called uh, SSRIstories.com. And the woman that runs that is a recognized court expert. She's testified in multiple cases. She's documented over 4,000 instances of sudden, unpredictable violence, usually from young men, that again, are either actively taking these drugs or had recently stopped taking those drugs. And we kind of always knew that it was out there, but it not, doesn't get a lot of attention. And frankly, I think the reason it doesn't get a lot of attention that it deserves is because Big Pharma owns Congress. I, I don't care what the gun control groups and the media right. and the politicians say about the NRA owning Congress. Uh, if you go to opensecrets.org and look, Big Pharma has donated over $100 million to Congress on both oh, yeah. sides over the last 10 years. Yep. Um, people forget that uh, Smith Klein, at the time, I think it was Smith Klein Glaxo Glax, or something. Glax, yeah, Glaxo. But uh, back in the 90s, uh, they had a drug, an antidepressant called Paxil. And Paxil was also found to be pretty good at helping people quit smoking. And what nobody realized right away was that it actually caused a lot of homicidal and suicidal ideation to the point that eventually they paid a $3 billion settlement fine to the FDA. And it was the genesis for what we now know as the black box warning on all of these types of drugs mm -hmm. that it can have some pretty ugly, unpredictable side effects. So there's always <clears throat> been this kind of kind of like, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, or a, a very a large amount of circumstantial evidence, uh, but nothing really like, okay, now we can prove it. And I caught a lot, I've caught a lot of flack over the years for, for speaking out about this. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask you because you, you're a gun guy. It's like, yeah. how did you get into, how did you end up getting so focused on, on the drug part of this? I, 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 it must be fascinating, the stuff that you know about this, but um, well, because how did I, it happen? I think, I think what drove it primarily for me was growing up in the 70s and 80s, growing up with guns as a part of normal everyday life, including all the way up through high school, where you know I think one out of every three seniors pick up their cars in the parking lot had a gun in it to go hunting after school or because we had wood class and wanted to make a wooden stock or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, the point being that guns were a lot more prevalent with fewer laws and there weren't these, this epidemic of mass shootings and school shootings. So it's, to me, it's clearly not the availability of guns that is driving this. Right. There's got to be some other factor. And that's what led me to make this, to go down this road and start looking at, okay, well, if it's not the gun and the availability of guns, what is it? 
And that's how I kind of stumbled onto this. And then, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Let me really dig into this part of it. And the kind of you know, the whole thing kind of started to un- unravel. As I pulled on a string, a whole bunch of more stuff came out. So, like I said, I've caught a, a lot of flack over this from mental health advocates and and a lot of other people. Oh, you're stigmatizing mental health. This is nonsense. You're just you're just a shield for the gun lobby. You're trying to take the focus away. Blah 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 blah. Right. So earlier this week, I got a source dropped in my lap, a study. Uh, it, number pick number three, Danny. That just came out last year from the it's it's the psychiatric psychopharmacological something or other. I'm going to tongue twist it trying to pronounce it, <laughs> um, but it's a legit study, and anyone can look it up. Uh, that was performed just last year, and they studied the survivors, uh, the the shooters that survived their their mass shooting act Mm -hmm. uh, because there would be trial testimony and details about things would come out in that testimony. And what they found was that something like 81% of the mass shooters that survived their act had some level of psychiatric diagnosis. And 50% had... um, uh, what was what was it they diagnosed it as? You guys have I don't know if you can see the image or not. It was um, it's escaping right, right now. Not sociopathy. Um, I, I apologize. I, I, and and it's okay. I, I'm not um, I'm not seeing it in my monitor. But Danny, uh, maybe Danny can can help us in the in the control room. What, what is it, Dan? Give me a, a, a sociopathy. Is that what he's talking about? Okay, sorry, Dan. <laughs> You're on your own. That's, yeah, I'm I'm pulling it up right now to see if I can read it. Okay. Um, so, so we're talking about eighty. I think I thought you said eighty-one percent uh, were were on uh, were on some sort of. They had, well, they had a mental. They had some sort some of sort diagnosed of mental illness. Mental illness. Okay, and then fifty percent oh, was. Fifty-one percent had were diagnosed with schizophrenia. That's right. You know, I heard schizophrenia and what was the other? What's the other mental disease? Bipolar. Bipolar is bipolar. Yeah, I think it was bipolar and schizophrenia were like the two, the two highest ones on the list that caused. Yeah. And when you're off now, those the author meds, of the study bad. goes on to say. Well, that's what Anthony, Anthony was just saying, Dan. That getting off those meds was bad. I've dealt with people who are bipolar off their meds, and that's no joke. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of the authors of the study goes on to say, and I'll quote, Glick and his colleagues also examined 20 mass shooters who died at the crime scene and found that eight had schizophrenia, seven had other mental health diagnoses, and five had unknown diagnoses. None were receiving appropriate medications. You know, what's causing these mental deficiencies or disease or whatever you want to call it in, in kids. I mean, cause we talk about getting to the cause of violence and if we can get down to this level where now we're talking about mental illness, but what causes so much mental illness in, in, in these generations? Well, I would, I would argue that it, I don't know that it's, it's necessarily actually more. The, I mean, I, I'm not an expert in this stuff. I can just, you know, I, I'm just using logic and critical thinking 
I don't know how many of them are actually legit cases. There, there are so huh. many instances of, you know, the teacher reports to mom and dad mm. that Johnny is acting up in class. They take Johnny to the pediatrician. The pediatrician says, oh, he's hyperactive. Well, here, let's give him right. ADHD meds, which is basically legalized mess. Right. When, when really the problem is he's just a boy. Right. He's or just, he's just bored with class because he's yeah. a highly intelligent boy or a girl. And the coursework isn't challenging for them. Yeah. But the, the bottom line, without going deep into the weeds, I, I question how many of these cases where, where we've just decided to drug our kids are really legitimate needs that they need to be on these medications mm-hmm. that are incredibly dangerous. We've already we already know we've heard for years that the brain chemistry and the brain development doesn't complete until age 25. Dr. Peter Bregan, a Harvard-trained psychiatrist, has written multiple white papers and basically been shouting from the rooftops for over a decade about the dangers of these drugs with young men. Uh, Danny, if you could pull up image one and then two. The Florida Human Rights Commission has also done studies on these SSRI drugs and the link to mass shooters. There is a huge problem that's staring us right in the face The Citizens Commission on Human Rights of Florida, SSRIs create mass murderers. Hmm. And again, anybody can fact check me on this. Anybody can look this stuff up because I'm always accused by gun control fans of I'm inventing this stuff. I'm making it up. It doesn't exist. Um, and, And my thing is, you know, there is certainly an overwhelming amount of circumstantial evidence to the point that there should be serious dedicated investigations in Congress. And I'm but Congress <clears throat> won't do it because then they'll risk jeopardizing <clears throat> their campaign contributions from Big Pharma. Oh, of course. But I'm looking at this article that you gave us here, this this graphic, and um it says at least twenty seven international drug regulatory agency warnings have been issued on psychiatric drugs being linked to mania, psychosis, violence, homicidal ideation, aggression, and hostility. Exactly. <clears throat> so, <laughs> you know, it sounds like this, is this not our problem or at least part of our problem? I think it's, a, I don't, I'm not going to say that it's the entire problem, but it is a clearly a major component. And the only reason that I can come up with, with why there are not serious investigations is because of the campaign contributions that Big Pharma makes to both sides of the aisle in Congress. Mm. And it's easier to scapegoat gun owners and, and the, quote, gun lobby and blame them than take on the real issue. Well, and that's exactly what happens every time there's a mass killing and, and if a gun is anywhere in sight. You know, it's it's always the gun's fault, and you know we look at these these kids from who did you know the, like the these killers Parkland and Columbine and any of these school uh, killings, and we got a couple different things at play. We, obviously, we have some sort of mental illness with the kid. Um, there's any anybody who who is willing or interested in killing a lot of other human beings. There's some sort of mental something wrong there. But then we got another right. issue and and not to take it away from what we're talking about here but just as a mention, you know, we do have a thing called the Gun-Free School Zones Act that Joe Biden introduced back in 1990 and ever since school killings have 
doubled and they continue at twice the rate of increase every 10 years because not only do we have whatever mental deficiencies and and whatever drug issues we have um, we also have an inability for people to protect themselves in schools it's crazy i i point that out all the time that they're they're you know guns you have never heard of one documented case of a mass shooting at a police station <clears throat> a gun range or a gun show and the answer is obvious right? because <laughs> everyone knows that those are all locations yeah. where there are lots of armed people. Uh, the government is known, I mean, famous or infamous rather infamous, for making right. stupid decisions. And it is hard for me to imagine a more idiotic choice than to advertise locations where there are large numbers of defenseless people. Right. Put a sign on. Yeah. Just come on in. <laughs> Come on in, everybody's unarmed. I have a perfect example. I mean, we go back to we go, go back, touching touching back on Sandy Hook for a minute. I read the Attorney General's report, investigation report. I have a copy in my home office. And after, um, in fact, before Sandy Hook, there had been a lot, a big push to quote harden the schools and re-examine security and things of that nature. And right. grants were given out and all <clears throat> this stuff. <clears throat> and I'd really like to talk to whoever it was that was in charge of that for Sandy Hook. That thought it was a good idea and had anything to do with security to have two gigantic plate glass windows on either side of the main entrance that could be shot out and walked through. Right, right. Did you want to, Anthony? Well, yeah, I was, I was going to say, I, I had, uh, this week I had to take my son to wrestling at a school. Well, I had to leave my gun at his house, lock it in, lock it in my lockbox and put it away, take him to school and drop him off because I can't bring my weapon into the school. If I did, well, I'll get federal charges. Right. It's just like, Okay. Now, if something went down, all yeah. I got is a pocket knife. Right. What am I going to do? Throw it at them? Yeah, they probably don't want you having that either. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure I get arrested <laughs> if they saw that, but I hide that pretty well. But it's like I have to lock my gun up that I'm able to carry and boop. Here, son, let me walk in just go. Let me walk in so we're both vulnerable. Yep. And there's signs right out front. And, and Giant sign. Gun free zone. I, <laughs> the, the thing that I want you know, the audience to understand is they have got to start demanding accountability and asking these hard questions of their elected representatives. Mm. They've got to take this information that we're sharing today and start writing. I don't mean emails because emails can be deleted and ignored. They've got to start writing letters. It takes five minutes with your computer to write a letter and include some screen captures and start demanding of their elected representatives. Why aren't you investigating this? Yeah. Yeah, and no. there's another factor as far as the overall topic of gun rights go. It is fear. Fear sells. We all know that. Of course. And that's that's why recently they, the gun control groups have shifted from assault weapons when they finally realized it wasn't getting any more traction. Now the the, the phrase of choice is weapons of war. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I weapons know. of war. Because we just run and, around the streets shooting them in the air. <laughs> so yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Well, Wild and West. I go, back, yeah. I go back to, well, for one thing, I mean, we saw with COVID how easily this population, and actually populations around the globe, can be incredibly manipulated to voluntarily surrender their rights because the government scares the shit out of them. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it easily. And once People you were do that, it, once you do that, it's almost impossible to get them back. 
Oh yeah, no, we we've seen it. It's it's pretty disgusting how brainwashed people can become so quickly. Well, interesting that you brought that up because I'm going to reference a 1995 speech by Eric Holder, who at the time was the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, later General Attorney General under Obama. Quote. What we need to do is change the way in which people think about guns, especially young people, and make it something that's not acceptable. It's not hip to carry a gun. In the way we changed our attitudes about cigarettes, Holder said, he later added, we have to be repetitive about this. It's not enough to have a catchy ad on a Monday and then only do it on Monday. We need to do this every day of the week. And this is the key. And just really brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different way. Yeah, I, I like the I like the word hip. Like I, I don't carry a gun because it's hip. It's not right. like I walk around and say, "Hey, man, I'm carrying a gun, bro. You want to touch it?" Nobody does that. <laughs> you want to touch? It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, man, check this out, bro. It's pretty cool. It's like, no, gun owners don't do that. No, <laughs> no, it's but nobody's the, business. No, right. Oh. But the, the thing, I mean, the, if if you know what to look for and where to look, and you're actually paying attention to things. They admit every once in a while, they admit what their game plan really is. Just like Holder said, brainwash people into thinking about guns in a different way. Oh, yeah. Teach uh, them every day in school, say the same things over and over, so they grow up to be either anti-gun or, or just non-gun owners. Or deathly afraid of it. Right. And, and we see that play out when, when people are freaking out because, you know, Walmart lets people carry guns in the stores. Well, it's the same as like, so it's it's not okay to, you know, us to carry a weapon outside, but it's okay for our kids to play super violent video games with guns, killing people and murdering, whatever. It's just like, <laughs> that's okay. And then, and then you have a guy like one of my favorite people in the world. And yes, that was dripping with sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> Josh Sugarman, the executive director of the Violence Policy Center. Uh, in an 89 interview said assault weapons, menacing looks coupled with the public's confusion over fully automatic machine guns versus semi-automatic assault weapons. Anything that looks like a machine gun is assumed to be a machine gun can only increase the chance of public support for restrictions on these weapons. So again, if you, if you're paying attention and you look at what these people say every once in a while, the mask slips Yep. and they tell you the truth. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they can't help themselves. They love, they love what they, what they're doing. They, they love it. And it's just like anything they, they want to share because they think they're doing good stuff. That's the crazy thing about these anti-gunners and they, they literally think that they're doing good things and that they're the good guys. So of course that stuff's going to slip out and you're going to, and you're going to realize, just like an example was, uh, Bill Gates, when he said, you know, in order to, in order to, we, to reduce the population, we need to work more on health care and vaccinations. What does that mean? That means he's going to give you a vaccination that's going to kill you. <laughs> but, you know, he said it blatantly, but in a different way. Right, right. So, Danny, something you just said triggered one of my uh, memory of a favorite quote from C.S. Lewis when you just said a minute ago about how these people think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. C.S. Lewis said, of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It may be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. 
The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment, torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, that's incredible, and it's true because— you know, we watch these leftists in our country who, who live among us trying desperately to keep everybody locked down with the COVID restrictions and, and gun rights and all sorts of whatever, all their policies. And, you know, if it wasn't for our rights and our Bill of Rights and the fact that, like we were talking earlier, if they ever came to our door and tried to drag us out of, the, of, the, of our house and put us in internment camps like they're doing in China, they would have a barrel of a gun shoved right up their nose. And, and, and that's the one thing that is preventing these uh, progressive communists from taking over. Absolutely. Did you see, um, did you see the, uh, the dump yesterday about the, the, the Twitter files where Elon Musk released all the internal communications about the censoring of the Biden, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story. I saw some of it come out, but uh, fill us in. So I'm reading through this and it comes up as the Democrats were in total agreement. Social media needs to moderate more because they've corrupted democracy, making all quote truth relative. When pushed on how the government might insist on that, consistent with the First Amendment, they demurred. The First Amendment's not absolute. Yeah, so I was telling you earlier First about how he said yeah. that. It's, just, yeah. it's not absolute. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Biden says, uh, you know, he can't believe we still allow people to to have these so-called assault weapons. Allow? What are you talking about? You, you, you work for me, pal. And, and, and this is the thing that is absolutely so terrifying to me is how willfully ignorant the general public is about where our rights come from and the level to which the government and again, I'm not excusing 90% of Republicans because they're not innocent in any way. No. But the, the, the people are so ignorant or you're labeled a conspiracy theorist because you're trying to warn people. They are always trying to increase their control over, over our lives yep. and reduce our freedoms as much as possible. Yeah, Dan, you're absolutely right. And, you know, on that note, unfortunately, Dan, we are out of time, but I really appreciate everything, all the knowledge you gave us and all the information. And, um, geez, it's, it's really interesting stuff, and we have to keep up with it. So let's, let's do this. Let's continue this conversation again in, in, a, in a few weeks and, 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 uh, and see what else we, we have. I, it just the time goes by too quick. We had too much to talk about. But thank yeah, you so I, much. I, I absolutely understand. I really appreciate being able to come back on and hang out with you guys for a little while. And again, I would just beg your audience, beg them, please, please take this seriously. Fact check what I said. I'm not making any of this up. And you've got to start putting unrelenting pressure on your elected representatives to do something to start demanding investigations because this goes beyond gun rights. These drugs are causing kids that should be in the most prime, fun, innocent time of their lives to engage in horrific, brutally violent acts. I know. And sometimes they may not even be aware of what they're doing. Yep. I know. It's a shame. It really is a shame, Dan. I, I so appreciate you. Th thanks, pal. And uh, we'll, yes, we'll we'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. Take care. And we will see you next week. Thanks for watching.
Thanks so much for watching The Loaded Mic on Rumble. You can also find us on the Right America Media, Simul TV, and Key Radio Networks. And for the podcast, you can find us at Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're there. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right.